0: The mother put the porcelain spoon. The mother drew back and poured the little girl back. But the mother did not hear the old voice. The mother.
1: Experience the heartwarming story of a mother's love that knows no bounds, titled The Mother, written by Nobel Prize-winning author Pearl S. Buck. It's a story of love, sacrifice, and the universalism of motherhood that transcends race and borders, told through an account of an unnamed mother living in rural China in the early 20th century. Get the audiobook right now at radio.cgtn.com or any major podcast platform simply search for the books and beyond podcast and key in the mother
2: discussion keeps the world turning this is roundtable
0: you're listening to roundtable coming to you from beijing i'm laiming Coming up on today's show, an increasing number of young people choose to join the senior care industry. What can they bring to the business? And this week, we roll out a series of discussions on the growing popularity of China's domestic brands. Today, the timeless traditions riding the waves of Child series begins with a look into the business of food and beverages. What's capturing Chinese consumers' palate these days? We will find out soon. Now a roundtable. The senior care industry requires participation by young people. For this discussion, I'm joined by Yang Guan and Hongling in the studio. We begin by providing the context. I mean, when we say young people are joining the senior care industry, what are we talking about? Exactly how many of them are doing that? And to what extent are they helping and bringing changes to the industry?
1: Well, actually, here in China, it has become a familiar sight to see those born in the 2000s assuming roles as elderly care nurses, while those from the 1990s are taking up positions as directors of nursing homes. Also, university graduates are opting to major in elderly care. And when it comes to elderly care or health care professions, we do have a little bit of statistics here. That is, for the health care profession, uh, when we talk about health care, it's not only to the elderly, but also to those in needs, with special needs, or patients mm-hmm. with needs. Actually, in 20. 20- 20 individuals aged 46 and above accounted for 53 percent of the total workforce in healthcare sector. Mm -hmm. Those aged 36 to 45 comprised 27 percent. And interestingly, the age group of 26 to 35 constitute 15 percent. And those aged 25 and below accounted for 5.3 percent. In other words, we see um, a gradual influx of young people entering the caring or caregiving profession. And as for the elder care profession, in 2021, the number of such employees was approximately 106,000 and an increase of around 10% compared to 2020. And this trend reflects the growing interest of young individuals in pursuing careers within the elderly care sector. According to Chinese job-seeking platform LiPin, in the first quarter of 2023, The elderly care sector saw growth of 65% of newly offered positions. And with these uh, new positions, we get to see that more and more respondents and young professions saying that they would like to join this profession and they see elderly care industry as a promising industry.
0: Right. So like the society at large, we have an aging problem when it comes to the member of the workforce that are engaged in the elderly care industry. That's for sure. But, uh, however, we are seeing more and more young people trying to uh, get a, a job in the industry, and and we are showing uh, promising signs here as well. Uh, what exactly are they doing once they join the industry, and what what do their jobs entail? What is it that they do?
2: Well, um, for me personally, I've got experience in this field. Um,
0: you mean you've been been a professional in senior <laughs> care industry? Yes.
2: Uh, <laughs> We 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 have this um, business trip to Guizhou, okay. Southwest China, and we went to a care home, private care home there. Okay. Uh, we aim to um, make a radio documentary there about um, how Alzheimer's patients are dealing with their life, and how they are taken care of uh, in a care home. Mm-hmm. So we went to this care facility which is dedicated to you know taking care of Alzheimer's patients, those elderly. And, um surprisingly I found many I mean many young people um, either born after 1990s or 2000 some some um, some of them um they were working there because from my perspective I would think okay um nurses and the caregivers um I would say most of them should be those in their 40s 50s but um, I mean, the the age of those caregivers and nurses are really they they are even younger than me, some of them, and um, th- some of those are already in senior positions, as Nionia just mentioned. So it, that was a uh, shock to me. And another thing that it really impressed me is that um, to them, it's not just a job; um, it's a passion. It's about you, you know yes. Getting along with people and uh, how to build this relationship with another person. Um, I've found a really special bound between the nurses, caregivers and Alzheimer's patients, the elderly. One specific scene I remember vividly is that, uh, you know, uh, being a caregiver, it's, it's a really exhausting job. Um, you have endless tasks to juggle. Uh, you need to help them with bathing, with eating, with toileting. You need to get up, uh, help them get up every day and uh, put them into bed. Uh, there's lots of work to do. Physical? Yeah, really physical and um, tiring, uh, both mentally and physically. And um, there's one thing. Uh, one little girl, uh, the nurse, uh, leaned on one of the elderly um, Alzheimer's patients And uh, took a nap and um, very relaxed and uh, the elderly um, comforted her Mm -hmm. and said okay just no worry I know it's a long day just uh, get some rest it's a really harmonious um, scene because you know Alzheimer's patients they are not normal elderly Um, sometimes they're out of control uh, both emotionally and physically they're, they can't really control their emotion and sometimes behavior. Uh, often, I mean, often they either mm-hmm. verbally or physically abuse the caregivers. And the, ne- the next second, they would totally forget about it. Mm-hmm. So it's really a tough job to do to take care of these um, uh, elderly people. And um, I talked with some of the no- nurses there, and they said, OK, we understand what's going on here. It's a, it's a condition that we, we cannot control. So, um, I totally understand and, uh, we, it's nothing. We really accept this. So to me, it's a, it's a job full of, you know, um, humanity, full of, um, love. It sometimes you can tell, um, they are not just, um, elderly, uh, and, uh, and the service people they are like family members, Mm -hmm. uh, literally.
0: Mm -hmm. So that's a very, very good description from where you were able to see during your trip to Guizhou. And it seems to me, the job involves a lot of physical and emotional labor, taking Mm -hmm. care of elderly people of of particular need or of of particular needs. Um, My question is, I mean, why Guizhou? I mean, is that place you visited anywhere uh, close to representing the overall picture of how elderly people are being taken care of th- across the country. I mean, there are elderly care facilities in Beijing. It should save you a lot of time and, and money if you <laughs> were to just, you know. So, um, yeah, it, it's quite a, a typical example to show what's going on there?
2: I mean, yeah, cities, uh, metropolis is, I mean, like in Beijing or Shanghai, we have really mature... Uh, caregiving system and we have some even luxury care homes Um, but um, you know that's the purpose of our you know radio documentary we want want to really reveal what's going on in regular China in in some ordinary cities in this case Guizhou and um, and that trip really um, paid off I, I mean that facility um I mean, hardware-wise, it's not really a fancy care home. Mm-hmm. It's built from a hotel, but um, software-wise, um, I mean, the service they they gave to the elderly, to the Alzheimer's patients, it's just um, really. I, I mean, I can I can feel they really want to help with these young, uh, these elderly people from the bottom of their their hearts, and. Uh, I mean yeah this industry is on the rise Uh, this industry is growing and uh, um, the demand for caregivers is huge but um, I mean at the end of the day I can feel these young people come to this industry out of love out of hearts and uh, they really want to help and uh, I can feel it's not regular job in front of a computer, sitting in front of the computer and also uh, some doing some paperwork. It's uh, it's a job towards a people. Um, it's uh, it's about how to get along.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think when it comes to uh, young people joining the industry, one very very prominent, very important strength they have is that they do have the ability. Not only when it comes to strength, because Yang Guang has mentioned that taking care of an elderly is actually uh, takes tremendous job. Isn't I would say. It takes up a lot of mental and uh, physical strength. And also it takes one to continuously learn new things, learn how to take care of each different individual. And they have their habit, they have their special needs, and you need to take notes, mental notes, or actually notes on your notebook, so that you can do your job a little bit better and better. And not only uh, in Guizhou, because we do have examples, for example, in Sichuan in uh, Chengdu province, there is this young profession oh excuse me yes Sichuan province in the city the capital city Chengdu Um, this young profession actually works in a very specific job very specific specific position that is a bath assistant you would think Mm. bath is not something that you would need assistance because we're young and we do that very quickly into minutes maybe Mm. but for the elderly especially those um, older than the age of 70 for them it can be a really risky risky, and challenging uh, thing to do. And sometimes people say, I've heard the saying that elder people have a special smell. It's not a good smell, actually. It's because they cannot take care of themselves the way we do every single day. And it takes a bath assistant to help them take baths so that they don't have a bone fracture all of a sudden. They don't get too slippery, or because of the slippery floor, they don't fall off. And it's very vital to people... Um, that is especially older than the age of 70. And for this person, he believes that to date he has aided more than 200 seniors with their bathing needs. And one thing he mentioned is that, like Yang Guang has said, for him, it's his own passion as well. It has something to do with his childhood. He would love to take care of the elderly. He has this this greater love in his heart. And when we talk about bathing or help the elderly bathe, it's not only just about help them get into the bathroom, bathroom and just help them out and maybe dry them. Actually, you have to, before the actual bathing process, uh, the bath assistant must first measure the elderly person's blood pressure, heart rate, and other indicators for sure. And the bathing procedure requires precise time management because putting them in a hot, um, humid room for too long is also bad for their health. And after the bath is completed, the elderly person's physical indicators need to be measured again. So it's a job that takes a lot of love, a lot of passion, a lot of strength, and a lot of professional knowledge. Mm -hmm.
0: That's a very good description of what is required of somebody who is working as one of the facilities. I mean, a lot of very specific needs that a regular or or middle-aged or young people cannot uh, even begin to think of or to fathom. Uh, So that goes to show how Challenging and also how professional this job can be and uh, young one from your personal observation Do you think the facilities you visited was adequately staffed and uh, what's the degree? I the educational level of the staff members that are uh, currently working there Do you think they have the degree or the necessary training to do what they're required to do?
2: Um, yeah, actually there are a variety of um, staff members um, in different positions there and I mean the young people they are mainly nurses and rehabilitation workers and um, the some senior staff members uh, they are caregivers uh, mostly their job involves a lot of you know helping physical uh, physical jobs uh, which is like to help them help the elderly and in- move around yeah yeah and um, Change their diapers, even mm-hmm. uh, helping with them, with toileting, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, some something, in some cases, young people would not accept that much. But uh, what young people, the young um, caregivers and nurses, what they do usually is um, arrange some activities and for the start, uh, for the elderly uh, to help with um, with them physically and. Uh, in this in this case in Guizhou, uh, the caregivers also arrange some activities to help the elderly build their memory to, to stop to slow down their memory from fading away that much.
1: Are you talking about board games? Yes, <laughs> something
2: like that. Uh, they they have sweet. S- some special activities like um, putting some cards with special pictograms on them and uh, let the elderly remember what's on that card and drop the card say uh what's on that card Mm -hmm. and uh help in this way they can you know help them with their memory and also with some physical activities as well like um like uh help the elderly uh spin their wrists um and uh or um, use the bottle, roll the bottle, to mm. reel some thread on it oh. to help with the with, um, rest activities. Um, these young staff members, they, are, they were actu- actually educated from this field. Um, their major, some of their major was even elderly care. But uh, when we talked with them, they said, okay, uh, we actually learned a lot from, from, from school. About elderly caring, but when we specifically go to this care home, um, it seems like everything changes. What we learn from textbook is really sometimes not helpful. Uh, we need to, as Liming said, uh, we need to deal with every individual differently, based on their personality, based on their habits, based, the based on conditions. their lifestyle. Yeah.
1: But I feel like still you need the foundation there. You need to have the basic knowledge. Mm, that, that's true. And which is why actually here in China, as of November 2020, there were around 506 higher edu- vocational colleges that offer nursing programs nationwide, which means approximately around 50,000 graduates from these schools can be um, injected into this new industry. But that, in my opinion, is deal far from enough. And there is another problem that is, uh, there is this regional imbalance between the places or the provinces and places that offer these vocational schools and the places that is in dire need of these young professions. Because this is a job that you kind of, after you graduate, for example, from Beijing, you kind of find it easy to find a job here in a maybe an elder's house here in Beijing, home in Beijing. So um, there is this imbalance that is still a problem that we need to address. So
0: you're saying perhaps in more prosperous regions where people have a higher level of living and they probably have higher income, they can afford to uh, have somebody um, at home or they can afford to send their elderly in the family to a facility where they can get uh, perhaps above average service. In comparison, for instance, in a less developed region of the country, that service may not be affordable at such there's there are fewer people willing to supply that demand
1: that is true for sure but um, at the same time actually at the same time the educational resources is not allocated to different places balancedly or rationally located what well balancedly uh, located in different places for example in shanghai or in Liaoning, right. these places they have 60 percent of their population is elder Um, elder people, yet uh, these two places only have 12 and 14 um, vocational schools providing nursing programs, um, respectively. So it's not, they're not providing adequate or enough young talents even if these young talents do want to join the profession, they still need to learn the knowledge. And apparently, it's just not enough just yet.
0: But talent don't have to be cultivated locally. if, if the condition is good enough to attract people from somewhere sure. else, you could totally perhaps arrange and, and establish certain institutions in other parts of the country, oh, for totally. instance, in central and mid-northwest. Uh, and northwest.
1: I agree, and that is why a lot of different places are rolling out these strategies, these incentives to attract young professions um, majoring in nursing programs to their places. For example, in Beijing 2022, uh, it started to give one-off rewards of up to six 60,000 yuan to college graduates who take a job in the elderly care industry and subsidies to professional caretakers for seniors. And Beijing is not the only case. Shanghai, Shenzhen, Nanjing and all these different places started to offer uh, special subsidies for young professions who, you know, have the knowledge have the passion, have the love to join this industry and hopefully in the future more and more people would start to to treat this profession as a more promising profession that they can, you know, be not only uh, diligent, but also very innovative. Because I see this nursing home in I would, yes, I found that example in Xuchang, central China's Hunan province. It is the country's first e-sports oriented nursing home. What? Elder <laughs> people are playing video games. Oh. I mean, when I'm old and I'm in a home, I'd like to play video games with yeah. my fellow elder friends. That's
0: um, nice. Yeah, preferably with land connections so you can compete with people <laughs> of your own age and of your own capacity yeah.
1: right and it's a great way to prevent them from forgetting things they need to f- <laughs> they need to remember all these little details to you know win the game that's
2: mm-hmm. definitely where i will stay <laughs> yeah future. right when i was in 80s 90s yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. and
1: still
0: i mean with the increase in the number of people who are willing to join the industry there's still a shortfall in terms of the supply of talent in the industry. And what what's the size of the shortfall are we talking about? And should we begin worrying about not people not having enough people playing with video games with us when we grow old? <laughs> <laughs>
1: That is the question I didn't anticipate, it, but I feel like um, actually the population aging is an inevitable trend for the future here. Data shows that there were 280 million people aged 60 and above in China at the end of 2022, accounting for 19.8% of the entire population, so around 20% of the population. And the figure is expected to exceed 300 million by 2025 and 400 million by around 2035, which is why I feel selfishly comforting that more young people are joining the industry of elder care so that when we are maybe a little bit older and older, we would have this profession or this industry being more and more mature because uh, here in China, actually we advocate 90% of the elder care happen at home. That is our strategy. Mm -hmm. And that is happening uh, currently in more and more people, not only those who are taking care of the elderly in a daily basis, taking care of them in terms of helping them get up and helping them exercise and helping them take bath, but also they are actively creating New systems. So, when people decide to take care of themselves when they're older at home, um, there would be a certain platform. Actually, I find an example in Gansu province, uh, there is a virtual nurturing house nursing house they call it a virtual nursing house Mm -hmm. because they have this system um this phone app as well as other facilities installed in one's home so that message can be shared and information can be shared on the platform so if anything happens they can send staff to their homes and if nothing really happens actually if they have special needs for example they need uh, young people to help them do housework help them provide them with catering business or if something happened, they need medical care. With just one push of a button on a phone, Mm. the system would know, the alarm system would um, happen. So yeah, I feel like more changes are happening and I am a little less afraid of getting old.
2: And Mm. and, uh, one interesting mode I found is in Shanghai, which has a very innovative approach called the Time Bank uh, Mutual Aid. Uh, which involves young people providing care to the elderly and the service duration will be stored in a personal time bank account. Very interesting. Uh, later, um, when they themselves get old, they can exchange the store time for equivalent services. So you give first and receive later.
1: Well, actually, you can take care of others' parents as well. So other young oh, really? people can take care of your parents. It works that way as well. Wow! Cool time bank.
2: Mm, indeed. All right.
0: Um, but this discussion will not be complete unless we highlight the point and that is the retention the sustainability aspect of this is also important some research look into the retention rate of people who join the industry but leave and uh, the, uh, the, the amount of also the, or the percentage of people quitting after first second and third year is really also quite discomforting and as such it's really important for us to provide a, a way for young people to be willing to stay in the industry where they can see hope I mean uh, uh, some people talk about uh, having the experience to start a business but not everybody has the uh, the courage or the audacity to start their own business as such we all need a way for us to safely stay where we are and still find comfort in what we do You're listening to Roundtable coming up in the second half of the show. Our special series, Timeless Traditions Riding the Wave of Guo Chao. Traditional Chinese pastries and beverages making a comeback in the consumer market. Stay tuned for more fun discussion with Roundtable.